0: Welcome to the Newcastle Comedy Club. It's time to welcome our very own kings of comedy, Brady, James, and Elliot. It's the Newcastle Comedy Club, only on Newcastle Live.
1: Hey, you're on Newcastle Live Radio with Brady and James from the Newcastle Comedy Club. Uh, what we com- got covered up this hour, we're going to be giving away some tickets. We're also going to be telling you what's happening uh, this weekend at the club. Uh, we're going to be chatting to a couple of different comedians, owners, and uh, yeah, just talking a whole lot of shite. Uh, is there anything else, James? Uh,
2: I think you pretty much covered it, man. Stay tuned, uh, especially for the interview with Eddie Rockefeller, uh, talking about her new show at Newcastle Fringe this week. Uh, and obviously win some tickets because nothing better than free stuff.
1: You're with Brady and James from the Newcastle Comedy Club. All right, before everyone uh, inevitably tunes out due to the lack of quality that we have here <laughs> in the show, let's get into <laughs> our contractually um, obligated announcements that we have to do about what's coming up in the club. So again, stay tuned for like 26 more seconds and you'll have all the information that you really need over the next two hours.
2: Yeah, look, and this whole show is just to really promote these shows. Okay. So <laughs> if you, just listen to this and we may even just repeat it constantly for two hours straight yeah. until, you and know, and- just between more Kanye West songs.
1: And I'd like to say as well, if you don't like me and James, we aren't on any of these shows. So, <laughs> like, it's, it's good. Don't think this is going to be indicative of the quality of what you're going to be getting like the, uh, this weekend coming up. So uh, what do we have coming up this weekend, James?
2: Oh, uh, look, okay. So uh, t- today is Thursday, I believe. Yeah. Today is Thursday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Look, it this is being pre recorded, yeah, so it, it is
1: so provided
2: Putin doesn't do anything crazy, these shows will be going ahead. Yeah, but, but. it'll be
1: good if we can make it feel like it's Thursday. <laughs> so you know, um you know, it, it isn't the weather sunny and or not sunny today, so put in <laughs> put uh, put in whatever. Uh, those lotto numbers, hey, uh between zero and ninety nine twelve times. That's uh <laughs> Yeah, that's what's there as well. Uh, what else? Uh oh, Eddie Hall fought uh Thor. Yeah. So isn't it and good is good that the big man won? Oh, I just <laughs> inevitable. I'm really happy for the winner. Yeah, exactly. And for the loser, my condolences, I guess. Uh so <laughs> right. what, what 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 have we got coming up this weekend?
2: So look, uh shows tonight on Thursday. Uh we got Teardrops on my dildo, uh by Vanessa Larry Mitchell. Uh, I believe she's from uh northern New South Wales, uh, affected by floods, very funny comic, so please get out and support her because you'll literally help rebuild her house. Yeah, (laughs) pretty much at um, this point. Then uh, we got Eddie Rockefeller, who we are going to be interviewing up next uh, on the show, um, talking about her run of shows. Uh, Then uh, Friday... We have come for tea uh, through Newcastle Fringe. Another session of Teardrops on My Dildo and another session of Eddie Rockefeller's show, um, and then big shows on Saturday again. Same thing: come for tea, Teardrops on My Dildo, and Eddie Rockefeller live. Uh, so look, we, we got we got massive shows coming up, um, and I'm super keen for them. Oh, uh, finally, as well on a Sunday uh, before the weekend's over, uh, one session only of Marty Bright, joking and spoken. So he's going to be doing comedy. He's going to be doing poetry. He's got really attractive dreadlocks and yeah. just a very uh, soothing voice. So, so if you
1: want to see someone that sort of looks like Zach Della Rocca uh, do poetry, chucking some jokes at the same time, you're like, where can I possibly get this? We've got the answer to all of those questions. So if you're one part of that really weird pie graph, then yeah, <laughs> just come in here on Sunday and we can sort you of out. But yeah, massive shows. Uh, you can get them through the Newcastle Fringe uh, website, au through sticky tickets um, and yeah, like loads and loads of shows coming up as well. So I'm just looking here on our list as well It's so weird because like being comics, like you're so used to like the podcast format. The cool thing about that is there's no format. You yeah. Just talk, and now I feel like there's pressure of like, oh, we're gonna hype the next segment. But coming up next, we're gonna be talking to Eddie Rockefeller. Like, <laughs> but it's, it's it's so weird as well because there's this like strange expectation with radio. There's got to be some sort of professionalism. But yeah. radio's identity sort of like really got solidified in the 80s when you actually had those people that thought, who who wants to be talked to like this? Because for a decade, <laughs> and we still get the hangover from it. That's all anyone talk like, and yeah. I, I'm feeling that pressure now. I'm talking in a way, modulating my voice in a way that I never do, and I don't no why it's something deep in my subconscious yeah. things that like people want to hear that
2: and also i feel like
1: i don't know, I've,
2: i feel like radio should have qualifications and i've technically done 3 days a week for 1 year at tafe to do radio and i'm still not very good at it yeah, yeah. So <laughs> well, i don't know what you could possibly how you teach this but
1: yeah well, i worked in radio for 7 years and it's good to see those skills are perishable because <laughs> <laughs> there is none of that quality being transferred over to this as well. Uh, but yeah, so uh, my name's Brady. Uh, this is James as well. Uh, we're both co-owners of Newcastle Comedy Club. We've and one uh, other also, guy.
2: also, also obviously, coming to you on Newcastle Live Radio. Uh, so grab the app, listen online, newcastlelive.com.au slash radio. I don't know why I'm telling you where to listen to it. Yeah, if you're not already listening to it, there's no they've way. have worked it out
1: already. Uh, <laughs> There's someone listening into someone else's headphones right now going, yeah, how can I get some of this quality uh, yeah. with like me time?
2: Put down that baked bean can on a string that you're currently <laughs> listening to it through and get the app. Like, come yeah. on.
1: Exactly. If there's someone being illegally monitored by the government right now, and they're like, okay, this guy who's embezzling money is boring, but, you know, I'm really loving this radio show. So if there's any, like, you know, federal police listening in on any friendly Geordies, um, they're listening to this. Jordan Shanks, big fan. Uh, yeah, that's how you can find it. So you can get the uh, radio app, newcastlelive.com.au uh, forward slash radio. So, yeah, I think we just padded out that segment with ads for us, then ads for the radio station with no actual content. We've given people no re- Like, we haven't given them anything more than a brochure for the club at the moment and how Newcastle... How, like, online radio works at this point.
2: And look, if you come to the comedy club, we're not giving you small talk over the bar. We're just always promoting. Yeah. What's (laughs) that? You want a Canadian club and dry? Well, also, come to the show tomorrow as well. It's
1: $27. And uh, James has an 84 Corolla for sale. Look, uh, (laughs) the twin cams are good. The exhaust, you can kick the tires. Is there (laughs) any other stuff that we want to flog around here? We actually got some old curtains that we uh, popped immediately in the bin. And because they were, like, so thinly and cheaply made, they're definitely made out of some sort of CFC. So, like, I don't... like some dolphin is definitely going to be like choking on them afterwards so if you've got like I don't know someone else that you'd like to choke on some old curtains like so it's made of that material that you touch it and you instantly itch it's just like I didn't know rashes could be that colour but then you interact with the backstage area of the club and instantly actually talking about that so like you've got like all these like like old shitty materials right and so it could be like you know fabrics or building materials but initially they serve some sort of purpose and um, I was just thinking about it you know like the wool Sheds burnt down, right? Mm. And they're worried that, like, because it's full of asbestos. I thought to myself, asbestos is one time to shine
2: yeah. and not burn down. <laughs> yeah, Failed. it's the only. Okay, it's not. Okay, it does give you cancer, yeah. but it stops fires yeah. and now it doesn't even stop fires. so, so it's just fires. flammable <laughs> cancer giving material
1: well it's so, cause like if you're the sales guy in the 60s when it started coming out that you know causes cancer and stuff you'd be like look okay do you want to get cancer in 20 years or do you want to like burn to death now like that yeah. that salesman yeah so any asbestos salesman like we've really made their job doing difficult. It tough <laughs> they're doing it real tough dude yeah again i just want to reiterate we aren't on the shows coming up so <laughs> like just <laughs> so go to castlefridge.com.au uh, get into that and- and see what's um, yeah, sort of tickles your fancy. But up next, we are going to be chatting to Eddie Rockefeller. She's hilarious. Our last year, won loads of awards with Newcastle Fringe and uh, yeah, genuinely hilarious comedian on Newcastle Live Radio. You're with Brady and James from the Newcastle Comedy Club. And uh, right now on the line, if we pressed all the buttons correctly, we should have Eddie Rockefeller. Hello, hey, what's happening? Are uh, uh, you How- liking mine and James's sort of element of professionalism because it's not a podcast, it's much more special than that, Eddie. It's uh, a radio show, so. You know, we've got to do back announcements. We've got to speak in a weird way. We've got to keep things running to the minute. Uh, we've got to time out to a news break. Is, isn't that exciting? So like oh, you, very exciting. You, you could be making lols right now, and they'll be like, yes, in Afghanistan, 770 people were brutally murdered. Like, <laughs> just right after your, like, four minutes of dick jokes. So, like, yeah, the juxtaposition is <laughs> going to be wonderful. But uh, what's been happening anyways, dude? I mean,
3: I've been hanging out and uh, doing some shows at your club, obviously. I'm very excited about those. Uh, participating in the Newcastle Fringe Festival. You know, just being performing, living life, being a comedian. It's a lot of fun.
1: Nice. So how you been finding Fringe? Because, like, you've done it a couple of years in a row, uh, and now is your time to, like, you know, totally slag them off, say whatever you actually feel like, or do you think they're doing an actually adequate job?
3: <laughs> oh, well, uh, well, I guess while I'm in public, they're amazing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, so genuinely, it's um, it's a volunteer organisation. So it is like they go above and beyond for yeah. people who don't get paid to do this. You know what I mean? Like exactly. But if they
1: had the expectation they were getting paid, then
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that will say some words. Yeah, no. exactly. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, so, have the shows been going so far? Because you nailed um a couple out. Oh, because like this is Thursday next week, Eddie. So we just got to talk about you know being in the future right now. So you did some shows <laughs> last week, and how did they go?
3: Oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll be honest. The first show, because I, I gave myself a deadline to write this show, which is, is a little bit shorter than I would normally write for. Um, because of COVID and all that sort of stuff happening, it, it, decisions to do shows have been very last minute in case, you know, things are going to get shut down. So um, I was a little bit worried the first show that was going to be a total train wreck because I haven't had as much time as I normally mm. would prepare. But honestly, like the vibe in the room was hot. It was. Uh, it went off. Everybody enjoyed the show. They loved it. I literally had uh, one of the uh, girls who came along to one of my shows, she bought one of the discounted tickets uh, because I had a St. Patrick's Day deal. And on the way out, she <laughs> handed me 10 bucks back and she said it was worth the full price.
1: Oh, well, and that's awesome. I thought awesome. that's,
3: the best compliment ever. Now isn't you
1: it? are going to be reporting that income to the tax office, right? Like that's because that's <laughs> undeclared. Well, all I'm trying to say is we're a very legitimate organisation here, and we got we got a huge listener base yeah. already. This is the first episode, and we've
2: already got a huge listener base just in the Dude, ATO see, only. See, uh, the,
1: Yeah. The great thing is, if we commit enough crimes, there's going to be government agencies that are forced to listen to us. So,
2: like,
1: yeah. keep, like they're playing this in court, Eddie. So,
2: what's your website? Let's get some promos going. You know,
3: okay. <laughs> What I would like to say is that woman gave me $10,
1: allegedly. Okay, okay yeah, it yeah, wasn't. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> like, well, look, it's, it's one of the worst radio questions you can ask, but for lack of being able to think of any other questions, uh, what can people expect from this show, Eddie?
3: <laughs> Hopefully laughter. Uh, no, <laughs> basically, but, but that, basically, that's it's that's an kind of hour more of me their giving... Hands.
1: Say again? Oh, well, like if they can expect laughter, that's something that they have to provide themselves. So, B-Y-O yes, laughs. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Exactly. I mean, we do have a laugh track we can play laugh.
1: optionally. but So what are sort of the uh, themes that you're going to be getting into? Like what is, um, yeah, what's your show based on this year?
3: Yeah, it's basically just an hour of me giving condescending advice, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, because the show I'm is called Wisdom Teeth.
2: Stupid... Uh, so, so it's just you yes. sharing your life wisdom that you've accrued so far. Is that right?
3: That's the idea. Through the very stupid, stupid things that I've done in my life. Uh, so basically come laugh at me and hopefully learn from me because I certainly haven't seemed to learn from my own life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and so like, uh, you, are you planning on like touring this at like other festivals as well? Is this something you're going to be taking around nationally?
3: Definitely. I, I gotta be honest, like because of COVID, I, um, I didn't even get a chance to tour my last show. Uh, So I definitely am going to push hard to actually be able to tour this show uh, because I feel like I missed out a little bit last year because of that. But, um, yeah, I've already had uh, two fringes that I had to back out of because of COVID or um, or got shut down because of COVID. Uh, But finally things are lifting up. So, yeah, you can expect me to... See you harassing your Facebook feed for
1: quite a while this year. I, I love how like the last couple of years, everything shut down because of COVID and we're like, yay, yeah, COVID's over. Now things might be shut down because of nuclear war. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs>
4: have
1: you thought about any provisions to get through that, out to, of like tour your show in a nuclear winter? <laughs> have you oh got any God, radioactive any riffs to ready to go? <laughs>
3: I get you know what's so funny is I have done multiple preparation plans in case of a zombie apocalypse but I never thought about world war 3 yeah.
1: I don't know I love that meme that was going around it's like everyone's got a zombie survival plan no one has a bushfire survival plan <laughs> 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 yeah. like, like our priorities are like absolutely so shitty. Hey, um, yeah, I, I don't know if we discussed this with you, but if we, are you cool if we give away a couple of double passes for your show as well? Again, this should have been an off-air uh, conversation, but I don't know yeah, how to no. use this panel properly. <laughs> um, so- no, please go ahead. That would be great. That would be great. Uh, all right, sweet us. Okay, now is there anything that you want to mention? Any last hypes? Uh, you know, like any exes that you want to be vindictive and just get at? Because like I'm not sure of the broadcasting laws, but because it's online, I think we can get away with a lot of stuff that we couldn't do with conventional radio.
3: All right, well, um, to all my exes then, and I I mean this from the heart, uh,
1: fuck you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So come see Eddie Rockefeller. Uh, When's she on, James? Uh, Uh, She's
2: on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday this week, I believe. um, Um, And Sunday. And Sunday as well. Sorry, I left out the sunday but yeah look it's it's a every night so far for this weekend thursday friday saturday sunday eddie rockefeller's wisdom teeth um it's a great show uh i watched the first rendition people are super into it uh you're killing it and yeah uh, come come and support a local
1: comedian because yeah she's she's fantastic awesome well thanks so much for chatting to us eddie um and yeah we're going to be giving away some double passes to eddie's show coming up next
3: yeah thanks for having me i'll see you later guys
1: you're listening to the Newcastle Comedy Club only on Newcastle Live. Uh, Newcastle Live Radio. Sorry, it just jumped straight into the next track there. It's because you're supposed to hook people with the songs coming up, but we just gave you a little bit of a sample. And um,
2: exactly, yeah. it's a teaser. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. It, you know, and and super professional here at Newcastle Comedy Club.
1: Yeah, well, because uh. we're just having some little off-air riffs, and that that's the worst thing because like. Like between the tracks, there's no pressure to perform. So it's like really good. You got to try to relive those moments. So (laughs) us having to come back in and talk to you, you're really interrupting mine and James's bonding time. And uh, yeah, (laughs) I'm resentful for it as well. Uh, But yeah, you're on Newcastle Live radio. Uh, You can listen online, newcastlelive.com.au forward slash radio. Or you can grab the app. and know you're with Brady and James on our Newcastle Comedy Club radio here as well.
2: Yeah, man. I, I feel like uh, if people are tuning in to, to listen to a radio show uh, about Newcastle Comedy Club, um, you know, obviously with the owners of Newcastle Comedy Club, I, I guess maybe we should um, touch briefly on on maybe like our intro into comedy and sort of how we, how we got into it. Um, Cause that's how we met. Yeah. Um, and obviously we've had a lot of great memories, a lot of horrific memories, which and are we're now continuing, just really funny
1: stories. Yeah. Continuing to make horrific <laughs> memories by hosting an open <laughs> mic here weekly here at the comedy club. Actually 7.30 PM Tuesdays, if you're keen to give our uh, comedy yeah. a red hot shot. Um, but yeah, like I, I, it's, it's it's cool because like so myself James and uh, the other owner that we haven't mentioned yet Elliot uh, who has COVID which we'll be getting into in a little bit as well. They won't be here for like the next couple of weeks as well. So yeah, just if you know him personally, just come here and shit talking for the next couple of weeks because he won't be here to defend himself. <laughs> and to be totally honest, he's so not physically imposing that even when he does defend himself, it's not insulting. It's just adorable because you're like, yeah. dude, I can crush this guy. Like, yeah. Even
2: if he was here to defend himself, how
1: would he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah so like uh, so like, uh, like that's that's the thing with like comedy as well because like for people that aren't comedians they always ask oh have you bombed like it's only a thing that happens occasionally and I know it happens all the time
2: yeah uh, like I, I have a I have a um, template thing where I write in every time I bombed where it was and what the date was are you serious uh, yeah I have a hundred squares up there so and I feels like this, this
1: what 60 <laughs> of them it's brutal dude so, it's brutal. so have you just done this to streamline a suicide note yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah it's like yeah I can't be bothered writing write it here's just a (laughs) document here's a spreadsheet of why
1: (laughs) um so yeah so what's what's of the more brutal bombs that sort of like a bit more poignant in your memory oh man
2: there's there's like obviously there's ones that you've been there for yeah and you haven't bombed but it's just been like so earth shattering to me and then you go up and do fine like it was it hay or griffith that we were traveling to so we basically went to adelaide oh, griffith, fringe yeah. in like 2016 2017 yeah. maybe um and we were basically stopping halfway so there's hay and griffith we did one on the way there and then one on the way back as a halfway stop and uh man they
1: did not like comedy. they, <laughs> <laughs> they well their their like hobbies included uh glassing their neighbors and yes. hating foreigners. Like that, that was pretty much like the to-do list of things at Griffith. It was pretty grim. And I remember reading on the way up that like one of uh, Australia's only political assassinations happened in Griffith. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit. And I'm like, man, we're going into the city that just like murders people with power to just talk shit. Like, And uh, like we were so broke going up as well that there was 11 of us all jammed in one bus. And then we just decided to sleep in a free camping area with no tents. Yeah. So like
2: uh, yeah, just we're like- just freezing, just sleeping <laughs> yeah, on the grass so in the but, middle of the bush.
1: But, but the gig was like, I don't know if anyone's seen Blues Brothers, but like uh, that bit where they play the country and um, western gig, and they've got the chicken wire, and everyone's just throwing bottles. Imagine that gig without the chicken wire. Like that's <laughs> how bad this was. Because it was brutal. and more bottles. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was brutal going in there because like it was like from memory, it was just like an uh, an RSL bistro, and they had like a skill tester machine, and then we were next to the skill tester machine. <laughs> And I remember the skill tester machine was making noises louder than the speaker they gave us to do stand up. <laughs> but it was like, but we just had to do it because we we're getting paid.
2: Yeah. Well, like, yeah. So, like, and what-
1: also we, we, we organized
2: it without knowing, like when we got there and we were like setting up, we were talking to the locals and they were like, Oh yeah, this is the roughest pub in town. Yeah. Like, oh well, I'm glad that I booked this then. Yeah,
1: that's that's fantastic. Like I, I it tells you like how rough a pub is when you look at the floor. If it's carpet, they're like, Okay, our patrons can respect this, but when it's just tiles, they know <laughs> you've just gotta spray down the blood and teeth into the drain at the end of the gig. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit. So it's but like, so what do you actually remember from that gig from your set?
2: Dude, I remember I remember going up. And the thing was, so, so uh, one of the one of the great local comedians, Steve White, he's uh, he's a bogue and he'll he'll yeah. he'll be the first
1: one to tell you that. He looked at he looked like everyone in that pub. So we're yeah. like, we've got to send him up first. Yeah,
2: we were like, let's put him in first. They'll like him, he's one of them, he'll yeah. be able to bond with them. He like was doing his best stuff and getting like maybe a six out of ten reaction. Yeah. And I was like, oh, if they're not as into him as I expected them to be, they're going to hate me.
1: And so, but, but with Steve up there, it's like they say at uni, P's get degrees. And he was getting yeah. a solid pass mark the whole time. Like, yeah. it, look, You're not going to hang that, like, testament up on your wall. You're not going to be like, <laughs> hey, look at that, 53. But, like, that's that's what he got. And when he got up, he's just like, good luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also he
2: got it over and done with, so yeah, I felt yeah. jealous of him. Oh, I was like, man. I wish I went first now. Because yeah, now yeah. you just get to debrief and go, ha-ha, the rest of us. And also, the patrons only got drunker as the show went oh, yeah, on. It was so, so brutal, he, he had them at their most well-behaved. Uh, and yeah, I, I remember, I don't know if I was second or third, but I was still fairly early on. And just doing jokes to just people staring at me. There was a baby in the front row <laughs> in a pram, remember that? The baby's just like, even the baby was judging me. And I was like, you don't even know any words yet. Yeah, so you look, should at baby, least respect these. The baby can't walk but it still knows bigotry and hate like
1: that's anything it's like i don't like this guy
2: (laughs) yeah uh, and just like comic after comic going up doing material just bombing yeah and then you went up last and saved the show you're the only reason we didn't get like bashed at the end of the
1: show it was nuts because i just i remember like um there was another comic we went up with a guy called roger lee who at that time was doing like incredibly Good gigs constantly and then he just bombed his ass off and he was the only comic I remember that I had bits kind of too because we're both high energy tell stories and I'm like if they don't like him I'm in trouble and I'll just say with him this is like because it sounds like we're dunking on the crowd a lot now Roger um, like he's a Cambodian Australian comic, and he gets up and they just start yelling China at him, and we're just like, "Fuck this crowd!" man Like these <laughs> are like, because like it sounds like we're being mean, but we're actually giving them like way more respect than they deserve. Oh, by like, absolutely, it's terrible. And the uh, other mate, uh, Liam, who's like an openly gay comic, like he got up and he did this like hilarious bit about how he's how he's like gay, but he's not a good gay when it comes to explaining stuff to straight people, and so it's a joke about him, but it's also him interacting with like the rest of society. All I heard was. The word gay, and I heard people like audibly gasp. It's <laughs> like, dude, I. I don't know like what sort of like so like we sent Steve White up the canary down the coal mine and he come out with black lung so like <laughs> we're sending up Roger and Liam afterwards it's not going to go well so yeah, but yeah th-
2: at least Steve looked exactly like them the moment <laughs> exactly. we got more diverse it only went further downhill so bad yeah. and
1: I remember like after because like Ro- Roger's bits like his high energy told story I'm like man if they don't like Roger he was like a better comic than me at that time like, I'm in trouble but all I did was just get up and improv and all I did was attack each table like <laughs> physical abnormal <laughs> of like the weirdest person stuff, and they loved it like yeah. I had no idea I
2: dude like- w- what they thought comedy was was just let's go there's someone that's gonna pick on someone <laughs> and let's make it my shittest mate at my table <laughs> right now
1: like, who's the shittest guy at this table? Like, oh, this fucking dude. And then I just railed them for being bald or fat or anything. But I was in survival mode. I'm like, if I don't do well, we're all getting stabbed. <laughs> dude,
2: there were like bras being thrown. <laughs> I, I think people brought up like six schooners to you on the stage and were forcing you to drink. And you obviously like commanding the room, but also still terrified of what happens if you don't comply still, to their demands of sculling beers well, like like
1: mentally commanding but still physically subservient like <laughs> I just, anything they told me i had to do i did and so I kept saying here's the brady huge and like three beers in i'm like i shotgunned way too many beers <laughs> but it was like it, it was like a, a do or die scenario it was so weird as well because like immediately afterwards because people are like cheering and shit and i'm like that wasn't even comedy that was just me calling ugly people ugly for 15 minutes <laughs> um and this guy sat down next to me and steve white right and so it's me steve white the guy that looked like everyone else and liam Callan, um who was the the gate comedy i was talking about earlier and he sat down between us and he's like boys you guys are all right and then he points at liam he goes everyone else cancer they're all cancer <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. and i'm like all right yeah thanks man he's like all right boys Look, I fucking love you're coming you. Guys. To 30th. You're coming to me thirtieth. You coming to me thirtieth? I don't care what anyone says. Thirtieth on next. You coming to me thirtieth? Not him, Liam. You're not coming but these points. I'm like, yeah. So Steve White doesn't drive. So Steve White's gonna get on a bus for ten hours.
2: Yeah, I was like, mate, you are you are lucky to make your thirtieth the way that you're going. You are, you look like you're oh, sixty.
1: It, it was so brutal as well because there was that other guy as well, like the real alpha male in the room. He's like, all right, boys, you're staying at my place, and we're like, no, no, we're gonna we got to camp. Like that's what we're going. It's like you're not going back to that fucking campsite. You're coming back to my house. I'm like, dude, there's eleven He's Like, look, doesn't matter. Hardly anyone's at my house. It's just my wife and my three daughters. <laughs> like, yeah. Do you have any idea how angry your wife's going to be? He's like, mate, are you call me a liar, and then <laughs> remember it got like really tense. Like he was going to bash us. For not getting him divorced.
2: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) dude. Like, his wife already probably hated him for being out at the pub all night anyway. Imagine she wakes up at 3 a.m. and there's 11 stinky comedians on tour in her house. And now
1: there's 11 more people she hates in the house. What a nightmare, dude. And yeah, man, like, this is stuff you do when, uh, yeah, you've got no money and you're a comedian with no talent. So, uh, (laughs) so anyone thinking about getting into it, open mic Tuesday is what we try to say. And if you use down the line, this could be your memories coming to life, too. Um, Yeah, so you're at uh, Newcastle Live Radio uh, with the Newcastle Comedy Club. Guys, uh, listen online, newcastlecomedyclub.com.au forward slash radio, or grab the app as well. So, we've been talking it up. If we're more organized, we'd have some, like, cool jingle music to play as well. But we're going to have a way, a ticket giveaway competition. So we're going to be giving away two double passes to Eddie Rockefeller's show, Wisdom Teeth, uh, coming up this Saturday as well. And just keep in mind, this is Thursday right now. Definitely not pre-recorded. So whatever current events have happened, yes, we're plowing through them. Uh, it could be like a fire, flood, nuclear war. It does not matter what's happened. Uh, the show will go ahead unless it, of course, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> Dude, this is so arrogant. We've picked the worst
2: possible like Two year period to pre record <laughs> things in the middle of multiple disasters. So,
1: the thing is, like, we're at a point where, like, the four horsemen of the apocalypse came in, but yeah, okay, whatever. Like, I wouldn't <laughs> give them my full attention. I'll keep doing the shit that I've got yeah. to get done. Because- Do you want a spot? We'll, yeah, exactly.
2: we'll, we'll put you on on the Saturday Night <laughs> like, Show, you know? <laughs>
1: that, it's, everything is just like, it, it's absolutely nuts because, like, we had this, like, relatively stable period for, like, so long, and now they've just jammed everything. It's like when you watch a movie and they try to get too much done in the last five minutes you're like yeah okay, i am not following the plot anymore and that's just reality <laughs> for me at the moment but um yeah we should give away a couple of uh double passes so we're going to be chatting to the other uh owner elliot now so we should probably describe elliot uh he's weak um he's small um he's nerd and uh i would say this to his face as well because he's not physically intimidating on any level so he's one of the other owners here and he's like such a hyper he's so worried about getting COVID. he's 21 Okay, James was just telling me, okay, so what's the average yeah, age of death from COVID?
2: Uh, listen, and this is from, you know, various telegram groups, so okay. it's, it's, it's not medically citation. But look, it's whatever, in a lot of memes, Yeah, so I think it's worth, you know,
1: like, talking about it as if it's true. It's
2: in a lot of messages my dad's been sending <laughs> me, but, um, yeah, th- th- it's something like the average age of, like, a COVID patient that dies is, like, 84, but yeah. the average Australian life expectancy for men is, like, 83. Yeah, yeah. It's and like, so a- it's like, okay, so you actually live longer, but, um, yeah. Basically Elliot is confirmed having got it this morning Yeah He was completely fine last night and exactly, having riffs, like yelling oh, at people. Oh, I have COVID. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, now dude, he sounds like you a- in Saving Private Ryan right at the end? He sounds like an fuck?
1: old lady with emphysema. Like, literally <laughs> that 20-minute period, he's just like, I'm not well, fellas. And he's just like, dude, you're fine 15 minutes ago. So, like, and the thing oh. is, like, he's so young. He's going to bounce back in seconds, but, like, he's so worried about it. So what we're going to do is just continually wind him up and make him feel worse to the point where he just dies from being so stressed <laughs> out. So we want to hear, uh, there's going to be a Facebook post as well, uh, what complications is Elliot going to die from? Okay, so what complications is Elliot going to die from? Keep in mind he's a tiny man. He was, like he's been going to the gym, right? And he's sixty kilos now, which should be a terrible starting weight. But he started at forty eight kilos. Okay, so like yeah. just keep. And he's just he's just a tiny little nerdy man. So let's let's make him feel even worse. Okay, because like I think like. Uh, like the placebo effect, right? So like doctors say, if you believe you're going to survive, your chances of survival shoots right up. Now, if Elliot keeps thinking he's going to die, me and James own more of the comedy club. So like help <laughs> us out. Right now it's 33% each, Let's get it to 50% age. Uh What complications is Elliot going to die? Of? Now, if um, anyone's a medical doctor and they can like, you know, throw out some things that like someone Elliot's age and weight might also get and a really general symptom, so, like, he can honestly get in his head and think he's got that. That would really help us out. And as long of a word as possible, yeah, too. So if, if, if it's it, too yeah.
2: hard to Google it because there's too many A-R-I-A-Ns in them, yeah. that would be great.
1: If there's some sort of, like, old-timey disease that does something horrific to you, but if there's something that Jesus was curing back in the day, okay? So, like, so there's not many medical papers <laughs> on it, but Elliot can conceivably think that he has it. That would be really, yeah, and really And the
2: good. only way to cure it is the son of God who has already yeah. been murdered 2,000 years ago. <laughs> so he's well and. Truly,
1: well, yeah. There's two ways to cure it. You've got to get the son of God or you've got to give up your share in the comedy club. That's the only <laughs> two ways to do it as well. So help us uh, out with the minus uh, James's net worth here. Tell us uh, to check out the uh, Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash Newcastle Comedy Club, or you can find us on Instagram. The post will be both on there. Funniest answer wins. And it's also cool because you can be responsible for the death of a child. So uh, up next time. Yeah, and
2: also <laughs> it's not our tickets we're giving away. It's basically his share. So yeah. <laughs> like we'll give away three double files,
1: aren't yeah. Well, I'm kind of liking this because we're playing God. This next song is "I Am a God" by Kanye West. Okay, so and uh, God's live to smote people. So Elliot, you're gonna die. Uh, so just <laughs> let us know what complications is Elliot gonna die from.
0: We'll get your sides aching. It's the Newcastle Comedy Club on Newcastle Live.
1: Newcastle Live Radio. Grab the app or listen to newcastlelive.com.au forward slash radio. You're listening to Brady and James uh, with the Newcastle Comedy Club. That, that was actually, like I said like a consummate professional then. That was, that was awesome. Mate,
2: it's only taken 45 minutes for <laughs> yeah. us to get in the
1: swing of things, but we're going to be back weekly. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Every week. So. Well, until we maybe. either lose interest or not get invited back. So yeah. <laughs> so whichever one works first. Uh, apathy or being incompetent. So it's, it's a real 50-50 at this point. Now, we're actually doing something very special this break uh, it's very boring to you guys but very complicated for us we got a time out to the ads and news so we get to shit talk for about another minute 30 so if you got some hot riffs that go for exactly one minute 31 seconds um yeah look I, i'm just sort of curious about what the news is going to be i just
2: had a look now and this is maybe showing the the date here but there was a, a starbucks cup message which a woman was creeped out about yeah. so basically she went on tiktok and the, she, it said secret message, and then a the thing down the bottom, it said, it's it's like a little blurb text that says, mm. caution, extremely hot, whatever. Yeah. But you like blacked out words, so it says you're extremely hot about the woman that received the coffee oh. cup.
1: Okay, so she's, but like, she wouldn't be after which She didn't get warned and she scolded her face. Yeah, no. <laughs> like,
2: the guy's like, mm. so. Yeah, and then Starbucks was sued for $45 million. Are you serious? <laughs>
1: no, no. Oh, trying. God, holy shit. I was like, holy Because he like, fucked with the. Like, the oh, but like, it'd be, it'd be so good if she's like, well, I'm not extremely hot and I'm going to prove it in court and yeah. I want some compensatory damages. I <laughs> thought that's the angle you're going yeah. for. Well, right? I
2: thought when it said secret message, it was going to be like a sweatshop message being like, help, I'm being paid. <laughs> I'm only being paid $6 an hour at this Starbucks.
1: Also, our other sponsor, Starbucks, obviously, <laughs> uh, and people from the, uh, you know, Sydney Westmead Burns Victim Unit. Uh, so, uh, good, but look, we're getting pretty close to timing out. We've got another 20 seconds. Uh, so, is there anything, um, oh, we were talking earlier about stuff you wanted to sell. Is there anything that you need, to, um, any garbage that you got to put in dry bushland area unless someone picks it up? Because you've got a 10-second pitch right now. Uh, look, uh,
2: I, I'm just thankful that you guys have tuned in, and um, I, I hope that Four you seconds don't listen to the news because it's for nerds. <laughs>
0: It's time for more side splitting action. Welcome back to the second hour of the Newcastle Comedy Club with Alan, James and Elliot.
1: Hey, you're on Newcastle Live Radio with uh, Brady and James from the Newcastle Comedy Club. Up this hour, we're going to be chatting to Elliot, uh, the other co-owner as well, getting some COVID updates. We've got those ticket giveaways and, you know, a bunch of other music that Elliot's chosen. So pretty much just Life of Pablo, uh, Kanye West, back to back. So if you don't like the man, the next hour is going to be absolute torture. And if you just didn't think the back-to-back Kanye was obnoxious enough, there's James doing some uh, raps over the top some as well. Ad like, libs. How libs. How can we make this worse? Well, you just found out how. Um, you're at Newcastle Comedy <laughs> Club on uh, Newcastle Live Radio. Uh, listen online, newcastlecomedyclub.com.au forward slash radio, or grab the app as well. Now, on the line, uh, we should have Elliot. Elliot, uh, can you hear us? You know what? I didn't call him. Oh, you didn't I'm call sorry. him. Well, if you give him a little buzz now, you know, I'll just I'll just fill the time. So yeah, um,
2: we'll, we'll just do a little prank call. Um... And also, before when we called Eddie, she did think I was a telemarketer. So I don't know what's going on with my number.
1: It's appearing I'm calling in from Cairo well, or something. Look, it's, um, we haven't talked to you guys live about this as well. I'm sure they've got their own advertisers. But if everyone has got a timeshare that we you, know, you want to hock to comedians, they, you know, give us a cut, we'll talk it up to these guys. Hey, Elliot, can you hear us? Hey, I can hear you. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, man? Yeah, we basically told everyone, um, you know, your deal that you're, you know, you're you're a tiny little weak man. Um, You got COVID 20 minutes ago, and already you sound like an an old lady on the iron lung. Like, dude, your (laughs) hypochondria is so, like, you're so white. And the thing is, like, he thought he had uh, COVID, like, three weeks ago. The same thing. He's just, like, he's just wearing, like, a tiny little blanket around him. He's just, like, shivering, (laughs) went white, had nothing. He's literally just out of breath from walking upstairs. So, yeah. yeah, Turns out that was just a Tuesday. (laughs) So, (laughs) It wasn't COVID, it was just... So it's definitely not overworked because he quit his job, basically retired to work two hours a week at the comedy (laughs) club. So, so yeah, how's it going, Elliot? We feel really bad for you.
5: Dude, I, I was underestimating how much this virus would do to a 60 kilo asthmatic. Oh, tell 60, you, sorry, right, sorry.
1: 21-year-old guy goes to the gym constantly. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And, and you try to talk about how hard he got. He literally quit his full-time job. So he was telling me yesterday, he was like, oh, I just wake up at 10 a.m. and go to the gym at 12. Then I just play some video <laughs> games. Then I come into the club, you know, four hours a week. Like, so don't feel sorry for this guy, okay? He was working off a government job. Your taxpayers were literally, you know, funding. his like really like, he's like a uni student stoner without the education. Like, is basically <laughs> the way the
2: <laughs> drug taking. Yeah, exactly. He just like drinks green tea, no alcohol, dude. You should ace COVID.
1: Yeah. So, 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 <laughs> talk, talk us through the symptoms right now, and I'll tell you why I'm getting you to tell us this in a second. So, like, how are you I, feeling? Uh, T- talk through the symptoms. Like, what are the most niggling symptoms at the moment?
5: I've got a bit of a dry cough.
1: Okay, so dry cough. So um, just remember that. You might want to write that down. Yeah. Bit nipping. of a headache. Yeah.
2: Um,
5: bit, a bit sore in the muscles.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, what um, muscles?
1: Yeah, specifically.
2: My oh, I, I was trying to slam him in by saying he doesn't have muscles. But <laughs> oh, pl- yeah, please right. specify definitely, which. <laughs> definitely not the biceps. <laughs> yeah, like-
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: They were attacked by the last virus, clearly. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the lack of testosterone
1: <laughs> virus.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, so a bit of a bit of muscle soreness. Whereabouts? Because I, I found I got it mainly in my like neck and shoulders.
1: Yeah.
5: Yeah, neck, shoulders, back, like upper back.
1: Yeah, okay. Um, I had a bar. Yeah. Oh. Um,
5: So, yeah. I had a bath and it was mixed with the COVID and when I got out of the bath I stopped too quickly and legit just nearly fainted just on the spot like I literally yeah. had to like, lean against the wall for like 20 minutes it's it was because
1: you've got this body of water at body temperature still water where like bacteria thrive. <laughs>
5: so yeah. the life like- keeps being compromised yeah. Yeah. You know? com- yeah.
1: it's just like because it comes out in little aerosol droplets and you're in a giant aerosol droplet in the bath
2: yeah <laughs> so at, at perfect <laughs> yeah replicating <laughs> temperature yeah
1: Yes, just hang out in there, just keep breathing it in. Um, so look, the reason I say this is because we're giving away a double pass, uh, to like Eddie Rockefeller's show on uh, Saturday, and the question is, what complications is uh, Elliot going to die from? So we're trying to figure it out. There's going to be uh, yeah, so jump on the Facebook or the Instagram. There'll be a post there. So yeah, just chuck it on there as well. So like, look, if you're a betting man, um, because like we know that you've got that gambling addiction with sports bet. Uh, it's so good that he's like we're in business with a guy who won. Uh, you know like he's not a great comedian and he owns a comedy club uh two he's got a gambling addiction and three he thinks he's gonna die of like the weakest strain of covid yet like that, that's come time, out yeah what
5: i've been lying here bored like in my room and the second he said gambling my mind went oh shit i can fucking gamble dude hell
4: yeah <laughs> yeah now <laughs> there's a no pesky weekend life
5: distraction
1: <laughs> yeah dude just five bucks a pop easy. Oh, uh, that's so funny, man! Okay, so, dude. Okay, so, uh, as, as a gambling man, like, what, what do you think you're going to die from?
5: I, I don't know if this is a symptom, but probably AIDS. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is
1: that- is that something? Yeah, yeah. Look, that's its own virus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, the first yeah. way to get airborne AIDS <laughs> and then die immediately afterwards. But yeah, so like, it's, it's cool because like we want to get some medical professionals on. We want people like speculating because basically I think – you know how if like you believe you're going to get better, your body can heal itself? I believe the opposite is true. So if we get you so paranoid, <laughs> like I think you would die and then uh, me funny. and James will own more of the comedy club. So that's basically what we're going for here. So It's we'll a look, COVID coup. Yeah, yeah, COVID <laughs> coup. So, like, so look, like, uh, just myself and James have both have COVID. Um, the main things I did, I, I didn't sleep. So, make sure you get no sleep. Uh, no liquids. So, like, just cut out water. That'll make you feel better. Uh, just lots of runs up and down stairs. Is there anything else that you'd recommend? <laughs> Smoking is also yeah, quite yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Shallow breathing. <laughs> exactly. Do not take deep breaths. Yeah. Uh, and just remember,
1: <laughs> if you go to the hospital, they're only going to make you worse. Okay. So, that's the advice <laughs> that we give you as well. But yeah. So, um, yeah. Is there anything you want to add before we go to the next track? Like, it's, it's so weird, dude, because, like, podcasts, you just Rift do whatever, but we've got breaks and segments, and then, uh, provided you don't die in the next fortnight, you're going to be given this structural (laughs) nightmare to navigate as well, but, yeah, right now, because, like, I'm looking at a spreadsheet of things that we need to talk about, so is there anything you'd like to uh, talk about to sort of, you know, know, punctuate the end of this break, or?
5: Uh, No, not really.
1: Yeah, and the good thing is... Elliot performs a lot, but because he's ill, the next two weeks, no Elliot either. So, like, <laughs> yeah. if, if you don't like this comedy, it doesn't matter. Like, w- neither one Dude, of us. The
5: momentum we are- built by my performances, now, yeah, shattered. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. like <laughs> <but back laughs> the square one, really.
1: Look, uh, you, you want to hang out for a couple of minutes, and then uh, we'll riff more of yeah. the next break. So, like, basically, what we'll do is uh, bully someone in their early twenties uh, like, <laughs> on the like, for the fact that they think they might actually die from a, uh, you know, an international pandemic. So, look, I uh, just, we're, just we're stick around call. for a bit, man, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll chat to you after this song. Uh, right now, we've got the That's Avalanches. Good. we're Frontier psychiatrists, more of the yeah. freshest songs of '99. <laughs> yeah, you're
0: listening to the Newcastle Comedy Club only on Newcastle Live.
1: Avalanche's Frontier Psychiatrist. Uh, something that's not Kanye here on uh, Newcastle Comedy Club. Brady and James also got uh, Elliot on the line. Are you there with us, dude? Hey, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> talking like he's just hanging on by a thread and the thing is like he thought he had COVID on Tuesday and he went into like the office here as well and like me and Luke another comedian just like trying to like rip on him and riff with him and he wasn't listening because he's so in his own head yes. and so concerned that he was gonna die so like this is just that constantly man like but the thing is like dude even if you like didn't get COVID you weren't gonna die young anyway because like you're just you're, like, genetically a weak boy
5: I'm just so, like, successful that I'm going to die at 27 or whatever that myth is. So, <laughs> the, <you> that's, <laughs> all that's
1: all I'm taking from that. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, so, um, like, for, like you know, well, I was about to say, a lot of people don't know. No one knows because no one knows who we are, but um, Elliot was, like, living at home until recently and he's moved out of home. But the thing is, like, I think he was, like, nurtured way too much by his mum, and he's run into some issues, Uh, like, moving out with uh, Luke, who I mentioned a little bit earlier. So, like, how is the transition being going from, like, moving to your parents' place to uh, Luke's place and how has that all been working for I've you?
5: had, like, I wasn't raised like well in high, like, like <laughs> when I reflected my childhood, <laughs> when I reflected my childhood, I'm like, that was abuse, absolutely, without a doubt. And it's
1: that good that you've moved into off. a professional relationship where there's also still abuse, which is good.
5: Oh so. yeah, like everywhere I go, it, it, maybe it's me. Maybe it's
1: me. <laughs> I love that he victim blames himself now, yeah. like it's so good, <laughs> that's like typical survivor attitude, but anyway, sorry, you were saying?
5: But when I was, like, when I'm, like, reflecting on my childhood and, like, why these things keep happening to me now that I've moved out at home, like, these different mishaps, as, as I say in quotations, it's yeah. really just me being brain dead, doing chores. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, looking back at my childhood, this one summer, my parents let my brother only eat hot dogs. <laughs> like, that's all yeah. So <laughs> no, like Okay, so, all, so yeah, like, for like, a, a month. month.
1: But like, is he ordering the hot dogs, or is it, Are you guys literally going to like BiLo and Franklin's and then buying? BiLo, like,
5: just cooking them in like a pot, you know. Like he's just eating hot dogs. It's all he had for like an entire summer. That's not. Like
1: if you're in a prisoner or a war camp, you still get more variety in your diet.
5: Like <laughs> he just like, loved them, and my parents didn't care. he was having a great time.
2: But, like, I
1: like know. how how is he going yeah. vitamin style? Like, were his, like, fingernails falling out? Did he lose, like, like colour in his vision? Like- well,
2: look, I, I, do, I do want to step in here. When we went on tour in 2019, the night that Elliot left, his brother had a heart attack <laughs> at, like, 17 years old. So, look, maybe, Elliot, you should be terrified of COVID. Are you,
1: like, are you serious? <laughs> Wait, so, like, does he still just eat hot dogs? Like, what's going on?
5: He's, he's still disgusting, yeah. It's,
1: it's just a staple of his diet. <laughs> but it's, he doesn't care. Oh, my. Okay. So, like, the, the fact that, like, you've outlived him so far, like, he must be cheering that you have COVID because, like, like obviously he thought he was going to die young and you weren't. And now that, like, you know, your life expectancy has come right down as well. You guys are sort of a parody at the moment. But, like, how is your diet compared to his?
5: Like, dude, the other day I tried to cook pizza, like, just because that's, yeah. like, a staple of my diet. I put this, like, <laughs> this is insane looking back, but in my mind, it was fine at the time. Um, I turned on the oven to reheat really the pizza because I, I heard that microwaving is, isn't as good. And then I just put the entire box of pizza in the oven, but, like, with the box. The, I was like, in my mind, I was like, well, there's no flame, so it'll, it'll be fine.
1: <laughs> but, like, so did, did you have it like a convection oven or did you just put the grill on and be like, ah, this will sort it out? <laughs> yeah, no, it's,
2: yeah, it's, it's just an old-style oven. Old and he just put flammable material yeah. in there. Yeah. And it's like the other day that he just left the stove on and left the house. And oh, yeah. just came I, home I to the, the stove just on.
1: Well, it takes forty eight hours <laughs> to heat up. Well, I didn't have the time to stick around.
2: And <laughs> <I'm> preheating <laughs>
1: the, the gas stove. Like how much does your housemate want to bash you on a day to day basis?
5: Well, like so much. Like it's unbelievable. Like this one time that they, they've got a dog, right? Yeah. I don't know if I've mentioned this before. they've they've got a dog and they cooked me chicken once. They cooked me for like dinner. They were like, Mm. oh, we'll cook you dinner for once. And I was like, "Great, let's do it. They cooked me chicken. And knowing me, I ate half of the chicken. Mm. And I just left it there and I went and played video game and I just left it on the table because I'm insane. And then the dog jumped up on the table and ate the entire, like all the bones and stuff and started choking.
2: (laughs) So it was just completely my fault. Dude, the the dog (laughs) was was choking. They were like, oh my God.
5: (laughs) They've got their hands down its throat, vomiting and stuff. And, I'm just and there, you're still like, there playing Ugh. video
1: games, just going. Like, my yeah, mum, I, I can't save. I can't save. Yeah. yeah, it's just like my mum usually sorts these problems. So, like.
5: <laughs> it's an online game, you know, oh you can't pause. Okay.
1: So, so basically, it's COVID versus Luke beating you to death. Like at the moment, to see which one's going yeah. to work out. Actually, like, so th- th- this could be one of the other options as well. One of the comorbidities that you're going to die from with COVID is literally blunt force trauma from your housemate. So, I think that's actually working its way up as well. Um, but yeah, so like, uh, th- any other symptoms? Coming on, are you feeling a little bit different now as well? Now you've had more time to think about the hypochondria.
5: Uh, I just feel a bit better now that all my friends are here, and I'm really happy to hear you guys' voices. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, look, I think we're just going to text you from now on then. We, yeah. we can't be assisting you with, you know, familiar voices. Exactly. And know. look, look, it's, it's just
1: it, like it's a financial decision purely. It's purely business. <laughs> yeah. It's like from a friendship perspective, that you could pill. live or die. But now that I've got financial incentive for you to die, <laughs> like I just, I've chatted to my accountant and we can't have any more contact. So I just um,
5: thought you meant how much it costs to
4: phone call me like I
1: like how he's got so little confidence in people wanting to hang out with him that he's coming up with implausible reasons for us not to talk to him like <laughs> <laughs> just, just handing them over to us as well it's Like these yeah. Facebook calls are a lot of money like, yeah calls yeah. haven't <laughs> costed
2: anything since like 2007 which yeah, yeah, is straight <laughs> when this music is coming from um, but yeah it's it, look, it's, it's been great to chat to you, Elliot. Yeah. Uh, um, time is money. It. We're
1: getting, like, basically get paid nothing, and still that's too expensive as a ratio to talk to you <laughs> is what's happening right now. Uh, but, yeah, like, provided you are d- don't die, what are your plans for the immediate future? Are you going to be having more baths? Are you going to be setting the house on fire in different ways? Are you going to be uh, you know, causing, like, the dog to choke on anything? Um, what Bro, what, what are your see, plans? I'm just going to see what NBA games coming up and gamble. That's, just, that's all I've been thinking about since you mentioned that is
5: like, gambling. Yeah, have so my
2: plane. He's almost killed the dog and burned the house down. Now he's going to gamble away all the rent money. Yeah. And then he's just like, yeah, it's it's the trilogy of t- being a terrible roommate. Yeah,
1: the, the Holy Trinity of, like, murdering his, like, finances as well. They, like, actually have no reason to live. Well, look, man, um, I'm glad you got COVID. I hope it doesn't work out. And um, next week when we speak to you, if you could be a little bit more ill, that would be, like, really great for me and James. It'd give us something. If a I speak to you. Yeah, because a- like, we're not getting paid much. And if we're up by a third, that would really help out our here on the show. <laughs> no, I but- yeah, uh, so is there anything that, that you want to hype before we go? Uh, My funeral.
5: Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's plugging Yeah, uh, I'm building a legacy here. He's
4: selling tickets. <laughs> Can I just oh, say yeah, before yeah, we I'm go, go, go to like death, you know?
1: anyone that thinks, you know, a big too harsh on Elliot. So like uh, Elliot's only 21 and so like one of his mates like really tragically died at 17, which I don't want to make any jokes about. Can you tell them what you wore to his funeral? Like this is jokes aside, this isn't a bit. Specifically, well, I the wore footwear. a suit
5: jacket, yeah. I wore my school uniform, and I wore black Crocs. <laughs> black Crocs! <laughs> <laughs>
2: he wore Crocs to his face funeral!
5: They're Red. formal,
1: they're black, <laughs> you know. I was told to wear black shoes. And- <laughs> I yeah, but no ones where we can see the in betweens of your toes. Yeah, exactly. It's just like yeah, you got to wear formal clothes, but yeah, I'm going to wear a novelty sombrero. <laughs> like it's just like it's black, <laughs> it's fine. It's like, oh what my god, dude! And I just love how like the parents had a beef with you, but it's not for what you'd typically think.
5: Well, yeah, they they knew me well at the time, and they pulled me aside and they go, "I see you're not, we, I see you wearing black rocks,"
1: and I was like, "Yeah," and
5: they were like, "I thought your Spider Man ones were for special occasions," and I was like, "Well." <laughs> this is special no I'm oh, my
1: God. like dude I, I say this with the uh, utmost love but you deserve to die um, so like yeah alright we'll wrap this one up dude honestly I hope you get better soon and, yeah. um, and if you don't I it's it's good too and and we've got to Thank get you. Crocs for his funeral okay. and,
5: yeah i would be a bore
1: alright well up next we've got our family business by Kanye West alright we'll chat to you later dude huge Hey, don't hang up on I me. Mean, I want to listen. Okay. <laughs> see uh, Newcastle Live Radio, Newcastle Comedy Club.
0: We'll get your sides aching. It's the Newcastle Comedy Club on Newcastle Live.
1: So as you can guess, uh, that nerd Elliot uh, chose that song. And little fact about that, he actually debuted that on Oprah. So uh, maybe we can get some uh, tracks that Dr. Phil's made next time and chuck it on this show. There's so much back-to-back Kanye. It's unbelievable. Like I had to torture Elliot to get a playlist for this and just every single one was Kanye. And I thought he was just like, messing with me but it's all he listens to like he was telling me that Spotify said he was in the top 99% of people that just listen to Kanye constantly <laughs> so like you know if he does die from COVID he's he was not going to leave any sort of absence in culture or like, in his peer group at all. It's,
2: it's just, just- going to severely damage Kanye West's income stream. Yeah, exactly. It's just yeah. like...
1: So, because even though you get, like, a fraction of a cent, Elliot listens so much, <laughs> it actually adds up. Elliot's bought Kanye a new swimming pool. Uh, but, yeah, you had a Hey Mama uh, there by Kanye West before that little sister, Queens Stone Age, and off the top... Oh, yeah, I <laughs> family business um, by Kanye West. But, yeah, like, that little break, I feel regenerated. I feel like, you know, we can do more talking now. It was just, like, it's so hard... With radio, because there's so many breaks, they need different topics, and you need to say stuff. When it's a podcast, a topic runs out of steam, and that's it. But mm. like, I've got time signatures here. I'm like, oh man, we just got to keep ripping on Elliot for the next three <laughs> minutes and 40 seconds. I'm like, all right, what other ways can we say uh, we want you to die that you haven't heard? <laughs> like, what other ways can I rearrange this sentence? And I think after <laughs> the 11th time, I'm like, I want to die too. Like, it's, it makes it really, really difficult. But uh, we want to say we're still giving away those uh, double passes. Uh, so jump on our Facebook page. Newcastle Comedy Club or Instagram. Uh, what comorbidities is Elliot gonna die from with his COVID diagnosis? And if anyone thinks this is me- like James is a guy who was unvaxxed. he got it, and he was just like smoking vapes the whole time. He did everything like to steal a Doug yeah, Stanhope just- line rather than <laughs> buy COVID's death, you know, a uh, you know, taxi ride to the hotel. He did everything <laughs> to encourage it, and you're still fine.
2: Yeah, I I was, you know. I'd, I'd run out of other substances. I was like scraping resin off pipe. <laughs> so I was yeah smoking illegal Chinese vapes that yeah. have that they don't declare the nicotine because it's illegal yeah. and they also don't declare the other chemicals that they put in it to make it super addictive
1: and you're uh, still absolutely fine
2: yeah I, I didn't go because I remember after like I'd recovered my mate messaged me he's like oh apparently you need more vitamin D so definitely try to spend some time in the sun if you get it and I was like dude I got it and I didn't leave the house for 11 days I thought even if I'm on my balcony so I could spread it you know <laughs> so I, I just was indoors no sun. No vitamins, no grocery shopping. I just had menu log. I just had like fucking Hungry Jacks. Basically, Hungry Jacks and me conquered COVID together. And
1: COVID still couldn't get the job done. Like this is the worst (laughs) pandemic ever. Like people weren't getting Spanish flu and not eating spinach. Like like, it was taking out young, healthy people. And like James is just like, dude, I'm giving you – like you almost put – COVID on performance enhancing drugs and it still couldn't get it even with every single advantage like an untested like sports field like it still couldn't take you out it was a handicap match and I was still
2: (laughs) I'm still undefeated I'm still undefeated did did
1: you even feel bad like because you did you feel bad for a couple of days or like oh look
2: like I'd love to say that I wasn't sick at all yeah Uh, I was sick enough I had to take two and a half days off work
1: from oh, the headaches. Oh, no. From the headaches? Yeah. Dude, like, I've eaten bad Thai food where I've had to take more time <laughs> off work. It's still like yeah. this Chinese. Like, it's, yeah, just- it's not
2: COVID, it's a coma that yeah, yeah. I had,
1: actually. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and so, like, you come out all right. And so, like, so, like, with, with, okay, so if we're doing this with you, if it was me and Elliot here and you had uh, COVID and we will talk about the comorbidities that you were going to die from, what were sort of your major complaints when you had it?
2: Uh, look, I, the headaches were annoying. That yeah. was the worst part. Uh, I didn't really feel the tiredness thing. Like, I slept less. Again, probably trying to enhance it. I thought, if I sleep four and a half hours like Arnie, hopefully (laughs) the COVID can (laughs) knock me over, but... No. So I didn't feel the tiredness. I felt sore in my neck on the first day. Yeah. I had a fever on the first night and then it went away. It was just a headache. Really and
1: and I don't want to say that we're an anti-vax podcast because like I'm triple vaxed and I was, and I still got COVID and you know, I was still sick for a couple of days as well. James is an anti-vax. He just doesn't like being told what to do. Right. Yeah. And, and, he and doesn't I like th- testing myself. Yeah. You know, and
2: some people do crosswords. I like to take well, diseases.
1: And on. it's the other thing as well. Like James's attitude. I feel if you went to the doctor and they said, you got a terminal illness, you'd be like, all right. <laughs> like, yeah. You don't value <laughs> life is the other thing as <laughs> well. You're like, I'm not going to do this thing that's going to enhance this thing that I'm already not into.
2: Yeah. And it, also it just takes years off the back end, yeah, which is yeah. the worst part of your life anyway. So who cares? I, I feel, oh, I, I, I die at 60 instead of 67. What? I, was I going to have a really kick-ass time 61, 62?
1: No. no. And I, I feel the way you sort of value your life. It's like, if you were reading like the back of a DVD cover of your life, you'd be like, I'm not going to watch that movie. Like, it's like <laughs> yes. you're not, you don't seem super into it at the best of times,
2: even Dude, if I'm, I'm just like, here, I'm not going anywhere intentionally. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, if if it's uh, all right, but yep, yeah. all right, my, my order's been called. All right, I'm going. Well, right. I think so, yeah. like
1: this, like some people have this like really sort of like you know like prophetic statements on the deathbed. I feel you just do a shoulder shrug. Like, okay, <laughs> I guess <laughs> like who gives- it's been. What it's been? Yeah, I guess. See, see this competition would be fun with you because you'd be whatever. Like you go, because it would say like oh, I don't know, it might be sort of like you know some sort of uh, the emphysema kind of related thing with all the nicotine you do like pulling in. You're not going to stop smoking if we we're roasting you. be like, all right, let's give it a shot and see if it yeah. takes out. Where Elliot <laughs> is freaking out, he's going to smell someone smoking from like outside. He's going to shut up all the windows. Yeah. He's going to cover it in like cling wrap. He's going to get like some sort of like charcoal mask that he could filter it through. Like he's going to yeah, go to. I'd soap- be eating nicotine patches. <laughs> <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just like, oh man, his hypercodre is so good.
2: But also, I I, I kind of feel like now, because uh, everyone else is, even even the people that are anti-vax that didn't want to take the vaccine, mm. but then they still care about like, oh, I'm taking this vitamin and I'm taking all this stuff. It's yeah. like I I eventually cracked like five days in when I had the shits, but initially I let it get, I let it overwhelm my body. <laughs> To the point where I was like, maybe I should take a vitamin C tablet. But for the most part, I just wrote it out. And so, frankly, I'm the only one that's like raw dog COVID. I'm <laughs> the only one that actually knows what it's like to have COVID. Because yeah. everyone else has had the vaccines. They've had, you know, ivermectin, hydrochloroquine, whatever. I've gone it. I've had it raw from the source
1: Well dude, and just... You're kind of like NRL players in the 60s where you feel like they're just like... They're not training through the week. They're just smashing beers or an electrician. Yeah. And then on the weekend they're like, does anyone not have a pulled hammy? Yeah, get him out of the bleachers on the field. <laughs> and then you score the winning try. Like, that's basically yeah. what you've done. Everyone else is prepared and still eating shit.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's like... Yeah, everyone... You're right. Like rugby league back then great because it was just like normal everyday blokes getting out and having a crack and now it's like they're in some like specialised gym doing some rubber band exercise to help them do some bullshit I I,
1: I love the 60s like uh, NRL players because they'd break their collarbone on the weekend for a a sport they don't get paid for and they don't get any time off on Monday they're like (laughs) dude you're still doing the wiring like use your other arm you got given two still
2: have to fucking lug bricks in a wheelbarrow with with two (laughs) broken collarbones just excruciating pain
1: (laughs) I think the takeaway from this is um, anyone who's been vaxxed is going to have a worse time and if you're listening Elliot I think you've made a crucial mistake so (laughs) like all the badness that you're feeling right now you've done it to yourself and the vaccine isn't going to help okay, Elliot's so- had
2: six because he's so scared he's been going <laughs> in he's got he's had his third booster
1: <laughs> oh so just to tie it all back in uh, if you want to win double tickets to Eddie Rockefeller's show uh, this Saturday we've got two double passes we're going to be giving away what comorbidity is Elliot going to die from I think he's just having poor friends like just like <laughs> He's not choosing his social circle. Having Uh, a terrible
2: support network. That's what (laughs) Elliot's going to die from.
1: You're listening to uh, Newcastle Comedy Club with uh, Brady and James on uh, Newcastle Live Radio. Uh, Check it out, newcastlelive.com.au forward slash radio or grab the app. All right, so just like before, we've got a a couple of minutes to time out too. So, you know, if you've got some uh, very uh, specifically um, short riffs that uh, maybe go for about uh, two minutes and seven seconds, that'd be great, James.
2: Well, look, I, I want to thank everyone again uh, for tuning in. If, you, if you've if you only tuned in in the back end and you sort of confuse as to what this is, uh, we are the guys from Newcastle Comedy Club. So it's a brand new comedy club that's open in Newcastle, uh, built by comedians. Everything in the showroom was done by a comedian. Um, oh, I yeah. guess apart from the bar brick work. yeah
1: so, so like yeah. when you walk in here and fall like fall through the floorboards or if you get you know electrocuted or if there's like a fire with no exits just keep in mind it was made by comedians for comedians okay <laughs> so what we're trying to say is like the craftsmanship isn't good and most of the people who are going to die is comedians and most of them are worthless So and, and no the tragedy.
2: public liability insurance that we dodgerly set up was also <laughs> done by comedians so you know you may or may not get paid out for it but yeah or
1: you might get paid way too much like we well, might have like they, they, they said 24 million dollars we're like 2.4 bill alright let's, let's do it Um. so yeah like, so come check it out we're at 1A Derby Street and look for anyone that's like keen on doing stand up like when myself and James started in Newcastle like the open mic rooms mostly were absolutely horrific and this is one step up from horrific it's just unpleasant in here which is great so come here uh, 7.30pm Tuesdays no to, to be totally honest it's like a really nurturing room so if you're keen to try it for the first time really good room to do it in um, because like sometimes some of the other rooms in Newcastle could be. I don't want to slag any of them off because, like you know, they're run by good friends of mine. Sometimes it could be a bit adversarial. So you come up with like a good idea or a good joke, it doesn't work just because it's not exactly the right atmosphere. And you might, you know, abandon doing stand up or even that joke again. But come here, there's loads of people trying it for the first time, and yeah, it's a great room to practice new stuff.
2: Yeah, we got we got pro shows on on Saturday nights. Our Saturday night showcase is our is our uh, bread and butter. Um, shows have sold out uh, every weekend since we 've opened um obviously we're we 're taking a bit of a hiatus this weekend to finish off Newcastle fringe but uh, th- then we 'll be back with our Saturday night showcases going forward we've got solo shows on Sundays from touring artists um and look it th- th- this show uh, is going to be weekly and me and Brady despite uh what 's happening we actually have a lot of experience so we 'll talk to you weekly okay. <laughs>
1: Exactly. I don't know. Experience in what exactly, but you can find out in the coming weeks. Uh, we'll talk some more shit next week. But thanks so much for listening. And uh, Elliot, I guess I hope you get better. I should say that so it doesn't seem like I've got a motive to murder you, which I actually do. So we'll catch you all next week. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. See you later. Do you need a bit
0: of a laugh? Newcastle Live Radio brings it to you with the Newcastle Comedy Club each Thursday from 6pm. It's two hours of the best homegrown comedy guaranteed to deliver you an evening of laughs with Brady, James and Elliot. You Newcastle Live Radio is your new home of comedy. There's chats with comics, plenty of banter and tunes from the guys' personal playlist to get you pumped for a big weekend of comedy. Thursday nights,
4: 6 to 8pm. It's the Newcastle Comedy Club, only on Newcastle Live.